The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A bizarre video leads to a surprising turn of events. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I'm recording this because I want my daughter to know that I love you, Mackenzie Pascal. I'm so sorry that I've done this. I want you to know that you mean everything to me. And William, I love you too. I love you so much. I love you like you're my own. I didn't choose this. Your mom chose this. She's been cheating on me for a long time. I have audio of her talking to other guys. I didn't do nothing wrong to her. When we first got together, I told her, you're too young for me. There's an 18 year old difference in her age. And I knew she was kind of too young, but I didn't, she's been playing me for a full. I told her not to mess with me, not to mess with my emotions. Don't play with me. Well, right off the bat, I'm concerned because he's saying it's all her fault. So where is she and what is the meaning of this video? Why do grown adults feel they have to share all their sex problems, their adultery, their issues with their children? Is that necessary? Guys, take a listen to more of this guy unloading. I got an audio where she was calling a guy yesterday on her way to get her eyelashes done. And she, she said, hey, baby. And, I, and he goes, hey. And I was like, that's not my voice. Why is she calling somebody else baby? Then she started talking about a dream and everything. And, and, and she had with them, too, about sex and everything. I put everything into this relationship. I have done nothing to your mom. I've never hit her. 
I've never hurt her. I've never called her names. A couple of times when I got really mad, I would I would say a bad word or something, but I've done everything I can. I haven't done anything wrong. I'm like, why me? My hair's a mess and I look horrible. Oh, sorry. Take these off. I love you, Mackenzie. I love you so much. Please do something good with your life. Uh, okay. Number one, methinks thou doth protest too much. I can't claim that. That was Shakespeare. If you haven't done anything wrong, then why are you saying, I haven't done anything wrong? Right there, I think you've done something wrong. Let me introduce an all-star panel to break it down and put it back together again. I bet they've got a mouthful. Ashley Wilcott, judge, trial lawyer, anchor, court TV, at ashleywilcott.com. Karen Stark, renowned New York psychologist, joining us from Manhattan. You can find her at karenstark.com. That's Karen with a C. Former police chief, Johns Creek, 25 years on the force. Now, PI and polygrapher at Chris Byers Investigations and Polygraph.com. Former chief medical examiner for the entire state of Georgia. I put him on the stand many, many times, and only now do I cross-examine him. Former medical examiner, Dr. Chris Sperry. But first, to lead news anchor for Orlando Morning News, WDBO Ray Caputo, let me ask you a few very narrow questions, Ray. Who is this person speaking? His name is Trent Pascal, Nancy. He's a 48-year-old. He lives in Lamarck, Texas, which is a suburb of Houston, you know, really close to Galveston and the Gulf Coast. He's a, a father. He was uh, married. He had a couple young kids. I believe he's a YouTube creator. Yeah. What What do you mean, YouTube creator? Are you saying he created well, YouTube like Al Gore created the <laughs> Internet? No, Nancy. It's, it's kind of a term to people that create YouTube content. You mean so, a YouTuber. Is that yeah, the same thing? Because my son's always yeah, running in and going, Mom, Mom, so-and-so makes $48 million a year as a YouTuber. I'm like, okay, well, they did not teach me that at law school. So sadly, you're going to have to live off what your father and I make. So, okay, he's a YouTuber. So that was my next question. You read my mind, Ray Caputo, WDBO. So he's posting these videos. They're not just audios. On YouTube. Is that where we're finding them on YouTube? Yes, ma'am. Right on YouTube where anybody can access them. Not only kids, but anybody around the world can see this. Oh, okay. So you're hearing this guy, Trent Pascal, father, husband, ranting. It's not really ranting. Would you say ranting? It's more like, <laughs> and I keep noticing saying, why me? Why me? And another thing to you, Karen Stark, oh, he says, I never hit her. Is that the litmus test? So if you don't beat your wife, then you're a great husband. Nancy, there's something. This guy is definitely a psychopath. Listen to him. I mean, in the middle Karen of... Karen Stark, you think everybody's either a sex pervert, which is probably true, or <laughs> um, I'm very suspicious of Jackie and Brett here in the studio. But wait a minute. Or you think they're a psychopath. You need to tell me what your definition of psychopath is, Karen Stark, because very often you and I have very different ideas about what you're talking about. What's a psychopath in the mind of Karen Stark? And granted, you're the shrink, not me. Go ahead. So he's somebody who doesn't really care about other people. He's not authentic. 
you could tell, I mean, in order to be able to kill somebody, Nancy, or harm somebody, or even, I mean, there's something wrong when you're even talking about hitting a woman, right? But in the middle of him talking about, I'm really sorry, I really, I'm so sorry I did this, he starts talking about how he looks. Oh, I'm all messed up. I don't look good. Then he's crying, but then he sounds But well, I can hear you. You and said he talks about how he looks. Is that what you said? Yes, that his hair is not okay, that he doesn't look all right. I'm a mess. And there's just, he doesn't have a regard for human life. Now, I don't know how you are interpreting. He has no regard for human life because he says, I look like a mess. Because I say that. Pretty no, much every time I remember to look to... in a mirror, I'm like, ah. <laughs> so I, I think I have regard for human life. I, but I hear you. The litmus test, litmus test is I didn't ever hit her. So that a good marriage doth make. And I got another question for you, Chief Byers. Uh, with me, Chris Byers, former police chief, Johns Creek. Now, Chris Byers Investigations and Polygraph.com. That's a mouthful, Chris. So we're going to have to kind of work on your website because I just can't say that every single time. You know, I talk in sound bites. Uh, Chris, question to you. What does he mean? I got an audio. I got. Hey, can we hear cut eight one more time? Listen, listen to how he starts this whole thing off, Chief Byers. I got an audio where she was calling a guy yesterday on her way to get her eyelashes done. And. She, she said, hey, baby, and, I, and he goes, hey, and I was like, that's not my voice. Why is she calling somebody else baby? Then she started talking about a dream and everything, and, and, and she had with them, too, about sex and everything. I put everything into this relationship. I have done nothing to your mom. I've never hit her. I've never hurt her. I've never called her names. A couple of times when I got really mad, I would, I would say a bad word or something, but I've done everything I can. I haven't done anything wrong. I'm like, why me? My hair's a mess and I look horrible. Oh, sorry. Take these off. I love you, Mackenzie. I love you so much. Please do something good with your life. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. In the 1980s and 90s, New York City needed a tough cop like Detective Louis Scarcella. Putting bad guys away. There's no feeling like it in the world. He was the guy who made sure the worst killers were brought to justice. That's one version. This guy is a piece of shit. Derek Hamilton was put away from murder by Detective Scarcella. In prison, Derek turned himself into the best jailhouse lawyer of his generation. And the Lord was my girlfriend. This is my only way to freedom. Derek and other convicted murderers started a law firm behind bars. We never knew we had the same cop in the case. Scarcella. We got to show that he's a corrupt cop. They can go f*** themselves. 
I'm Steve Fishman. And I'm Dax Devlin-Ross. And this is The Burden. Listen to new episodes of The Burden on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And to hear episodes one week early and ad-free with exclusive bonus content, subscribe to True Crime Clubhouse on Apple Podcasts. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about some very bizarre YouTube postings by this guy, last name Pascal. And he's talking about boo-hoo. Did you hear him fake crying? He's going, eh, eh, his voice kind of cracks. And then suddenly he gets over that and he says, gee, I really look bad. But before that, he's talking about how he hasn't hit his wife. He hasn't called her names. Ashley Wilcott, judge, trial lawyer, Anchor Court TV at AshleyWilcott.com with two T's. Ashley, I really respect your CV and all your qualifications, but you're also a wife and mother of three, so I think you're going to understand what I'm about to say. So far, my husband has not called me a name that I know of anyway. Not the B word, the C word, but I'm sure there are a lot more words that I'm not even thinking of yet to my face. Or behind my back that I know of. So is that the litmus test? You don't call your wife a B-I-T-C-H right to her face and you don't hit her? Somehow I feel like he's trying to explain something away. He is trying to explain something away. And he also says, I didn't choose this. Your mom did. Are you kidding me? Even if you feel that way, there are lots of other options. Let me think about Nancy. What's a good option if you're going to do that? I don't know. Counseling for one thing. Counseling. Divorce. Divorce if you need it. Whatever. And whatever he's saying is that it's all her fault. Yet he's the one taking to YouTube. Um, Take one more listen to this guy, Pascal, telling all on YouTube. Please do something really good because you deserve a good life. And I don't know what else to say. I, I'm, I'm so sorry I don't have better words right now. <laughs> I'm hurting so bad. I'm, I don't know what else to do anymore. I didn't do nothing wrong to her. I provided what I could. I've done what I could for her. I've done nothing but good for her. And I've treated y'all good. I've done good things for y'all. And I just... I don't know what else to say. I love you, Mackenzie. I love you so much. Do something good with your life. Make me proud. Okay, he's going on and on and on, and that's a sign that you should know to yourself when you say, I don't know what else to say, but you keep talking. That probably should be a red flag to you uh, or to me. Just stop. Stop talking if possible. You know, Chief Byers, I got off on a tangent about the B word and the C word and every other word. But did you know how he's, did you notice how he started that last segment of his audio YouTube confessional? I got an audio. Sounds like he's listening to his wife's voice messages or has somehow bugged the home because it's his wife, he says, talking to a guy 
as she was on her way to get her eyelashes done, whatever that means. And she's saying, hey, baby, and talking about a sex dream she had. Now, this is according to him. So what does that mean? I got an audio. Yeah, it sounds to me like my interpretation is that he has planted some type of recording device in her car, in the home, uh, and is listening to her. Or again, like you said, it could be listening to her voicemails. But it definitely, when I first heard that, it jumps out that he has got some type of bug uh, recording her conversations. You know what, Chief Byers? Uh, I remember the first time I ever actually saw one of those installed in a home. Uh, I mean, I knew about them. I'd investigated them. Cops had shown them to me once they were taken into evidence. But I went to an arson scene of a mansion of a really wealthy guy in Atlanta that killed his wife. Killed her. Then he burned the house down to cover it up. And behind, I believe it was the fridge, was a big honking recorder device where he had been listening to her and all of her calls that she had been making for a long period of time. Um, recording devices, I kind of feel, Karen Stark, is step one in a marriage spi- or a relationship spiraling down. Because if you feel that you've got to record somebody or listen to their voicemails, you got a problem. You certainly do, Nancy, because how does that, it doesn't represent trust. It doesn't represent anything that we would think of as normal. Obviously, somebody is suspicious. And instead of being able to have a conversation, discuss it, go for help, see a therapist, they're recording the other person. Karen Stark, you're telling me you've never listened to your husband's voicemail, ever, not even once. No. Uh-oh. Not unless he tells me he wants me to hear something. <laughs> because I totally am just curious by nature, and I listened to David. My ears started bleeding. Well, they were the most really boring well, things I have ever heard. I've never made that mistake again. Um, same thing happened when I tried to read his email. I thought I was going to pass out. It was the most boring set of emails I have ever read. I went through like 80. They were awful. I've never done it again. My fingers hurt from touching the computer. So, you know, the reality is Ashley Wilcott, judge, trial lawyer, court TV anchor, a lot of times people just get curious and they listen. But planning a recording device I think is one step further than that. Oh, I would suggest it is too. And you know why someone might plant? So first of all, absolutely human curiosity. You might uh, look at a text when it comes in because it happens to be in front of you. Something like that. That's human nature. But why do you plant a recording device? Why? Because you do not trust that person. And necessarily, there's likely going to be a consequence to that. Now, most people, that consequence is going to be confrontation, maybe an argument, maybe counseling, maybe ultimately divorced that's where that would lead well he left he spared nobody everybody had to get his youtube take a listen to this and mom i love you you've been the angel through my whole life taking care of me you're there when i need you you've always answered the phone for me you've done everything sorry i keep looking at the cameras i don't know how much time i have but i've never done anything like I don't know. I'm so, I was going back. I, my mind is everywhere. I can't concentrate right now. I didn't. Anyways, mom, I love you so much. You're my angel. I love you. You mean everything to me. And dad, 
you've done a lot for me too, and and you've taken care of me. You raised me good. Um, you've done whatever you could. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love you so much. You you love me like your own. Okay. Fumbling, fumbling, fumbling. Ray Caputo, lead news anchor, Orlando's Morning News, WDBO. Have you looked at these YouTube videos? Because I have. He's not crying. He's going... <laughs> but I don't see any tears coming from his eyes. Does that... Uh, I'll have to go to the shrink. I'm going to have to go to the shrink and the ME on this. Is that possible? Nancy, I'll tell you what. I noticed the same thing. I mean, he looks like he's pretending to cry. I don't see one you know, tears shed from his eyes. And then also how quickly he snaps back to almost like this, this cool, calm and collected position where he's pretending to be upset, but you know, it, it looks like a farce to me. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. In the 1980s and 90s, New York City needed a tough cop like Detective Louis Scarcella. Putting bad guys away. There's no feeling like it in the world. He was the guy who made sure the worst killers were brought to justice. That's one version. This guy is a piece of shit. Derek Hamilton was put away from murder by Detective Scarcella. In prison, Derek turned himself into the best jailhouse lawyer of his generation. And the law was my girlfriend. This is my only way to freedom. Derek and other convicted murderers started a law firm behind bars. We never knew we had the same cop in the case. Scarcella. We got to show that he's a corrupt cop. They can go f*** themselves. I'm Steve Fishman. And I'm Dax Devlin-Ross. And this is The Burden. Listen to new episodes of The Burden on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And to hear episodes one week early and ad-free with exclusive bonus content, subscribe to True Crime Clubhouse on Apple Podcasts. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we're talking about a guy who takes to the airwaves and, and leaves all these quasi-tearful messages about how he didn't hit his wife, how she cheated on him, how he got an audio of her talking to a boyfriend, then telling his mom what all she did for him in life and how grateful he is. And he sounds like he's trying to cry, but we've all noticed he's actually not crying Dr. Chris Berry, the former chief medical examiner for the entire state of Georgia, very well known. Chris, I've had you on the stand many, many times. Yes. And I don't know if this ever happened while you were there, but I would just love it when, obviously, if you're on the stand, that means there's been a murder, at least one dead body, if not more, when the defendant would start crying. And I would just stop everything and go, why are you shaking? What? Dr. Sperry, is he shaking and pretending to be crying over there? Because I don't see any tears. 
I mean, this guy goes on and on and on going and sniveling, but there are no tears. Is that physically possible that you can cry with no tears? Is that even crying? No, it's it's not. It's fake. Total fake. It's all fake. So which leads me to the next question. Why fake it? Uh, I think we're about to find out. Take a listen to Robert Arnold, KPRC2. Trent ambushed them and started shooting. He was told to leave their house by police, but never did. He hid and waited behind a shower curtain. Savannah's mom tussled with him and tried to fight him off, but it was too late. She called me and and said that there had been gunfire. And my wife was there when it happened. And we believe he took a shot at her. uh, And thank God he missed. But uh, he, he shot our daughter. And, and left the scene. She heard the gunshots as she was going for help. She heard our daughter's last scream. And that, it's hard to take. You are hearing uh, KTRK ABC 13. You are hearing that either before or after these videos emerge on YouTube, Trent Pascal allegedly ambushes his wife, Savannah, the one he's been talking about, how this is all her fault. And her mom. Police tell him to leave the residence, but he doesn't. He hides behind a shower curtain. Savannah, his wife's mother, tried to fight Pascal off. Didn't work. He took a shot, apparently, at the mother-in-law. The mother hears her daughter's last scream. Take a listen now to KPRC 2 Houston. An arrest warrant filed in this case reads Trent Pascal hid in the master bathroom shower and ambushed his wife and her mother. He is now formally facing murder charges. We've been praying every day, and I mean, we're, we're, we're praying people, and we're praying for their family. Donald Riddick lives just across the street from Trent and Savannah Pascal. His children played with their children. Man, it's just, it's just a big surprise that, 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 to me. Riddick says he and his wife never saw the couple arguing. That is until the morning of October 21st. After the argument, Trent left and... Savannah had went to the neighbor's house to ask for help. Court documents read later in the morning, Savannah and her mother returned home. Trent was hiding in the bathroom and ambushed the pair. Investigators write Savannah was shot twice in the stomach. Her mother was able to escape. Joining me, Ray Caputo, lead news anchor, Orlando's Morning News, WDBO. Suddenly, what was almost laughable has taken a sinister, deadly, and tragic turn. The wife he has been blaming in all of his YouTube videos is dead. According to police, this guy hid from his own wife to ambush her in the shower. Who does that? To Ray Caputo, Ray, tell me the sequence of events as we know them. Well, Nancy, first of all, this isn't a couple that had a stormy relationship, at least on the surface. I mean, their social media, uh, everything shows that they seem to be in a stable relationship. And neighbors, they they said they didn't even see the couple fight until all this unfolded on Wednesday where they have this falling out. And then Savannah, she runs to the neighbor's house for help. And I think at that point, Trent ends up leaving. They had wait a minute, wait, wait, they had a, wait, who had a falling out? Savannah and Trent have this falling out before all of this happens. And I believe this is right after, uh, right before the video is made. But they, they have a fight and she ends up running to the neighbor's house, okay? And she's obviously afraid of Trent enough at this point to 
to bring other people in and she, she runs to the neighbor's house and then at some point her mom catches up with her and they leave to go check on the kids at school, okay? So they actually leave the house and no one's at the house. And at that point, it's believed that Trent comes back and actually hides in the bedroom. Okay, wow. Why did they go check on the children at school? Well, we don't know that yet, but I'm assuming in that fight that it was a pretty, you know, given what we know happened after, I believe that it was a pretty, um, you know, a pretty threatening fight where I, I would assume that there was some threats made towards the kid or something happened where maybe Savannah thought that the kids would be in harm's way. Hold it. You know what's um, unusual? Karen Stark with me, uh, joining me from Manhattan, psychologist. Karen, sometimes when upsetting things happen, I will drop everything I'm doing and go check on the children at school. It may not even be related to the children, but I go. Just sometimes if I discover there's been a fire in their area where their school is, or I hear sirens, or there's um, a tornado watch, or just, just something happens... I go check on them. I don't pull them out of class. I just go by the school to make sure everything's okay. So is that like a gut reaction? Yes, it's totally instinctive, Nancy. I mean, you're a mom. It's, it's maternal. I think about moms with their kids, and you could be in the woods, and all of a sudden you'll start thinking, gee, what if there's a tick? And even though it's why they're fine, they're running around, you, you, let me check them for a second. Because you're constantly thinking about, are my children okay? It's, it's how we're born. It's a part of us. I think it may also have something to do with our line of business. Chief Byers, uh, you have children, right? Yes, I do, too. I, I, I sometimes think that in our line of business, when we realize not only does crime happen all around us, but it can and will happen to you, once you get that in your head, you're always worried about your children. Yeah, absolutely. In this line of work, you're always worst case scenarioing when they're coming home late, uh, they miss curfew. Um, my kid, the jurisdiction that I was the chief in, both of their schools were in that jurisdiction. And every day I would go out for lunch and I would just ride by their schools, like you said, huh. just look at the So it's not just sure me. Okay. Did you hear that, Jackie? I can see you laughing into your fist. The other day, uh, for some reason, my, my husband... And I happened to be at the house at lunchtime. I'm like, let's go drive by the school, see what's happening. Because, of course, they eat outside because of COVID. And he was like, he's like, why? I'm like, to see if we can spot them for Pete's sake. He said, they're just going to be sitting there eating. I'm like, I know. It's a perfect chance to see them. Absolutely. He goes, are you going to talk to them? I'm like, no, I'm not going to talk to them. I'm just going to look at them. He didn't get it. I, I don't understand that. What's wrong with him, Chief? I know. I've been a couple of times where I've texted my wife to ask what color shirt my daughter had on because I would sit down and look at the playground and see if I could spot her. So, yeah. It's, Thank uh, you. I did it all the Thank time. Thank you. And can I tell you just one other little secret since he was not did not authorize me to tell this? My executive producer uh, on Oxygen found out his son was being bullied at school. You know who I'm talking about. He went and stood in the woods. Now, this is a very well-known Hollywood producer. He went and stood in the woods, like 30, 40 feet beyond the playground, to see if he could figure out which kid was bullying his son. My point is, I find it really interesting that she has an argument with her husband, and the first thing she does is grab her mom, and they go check on the children. And I wonder what led her to do that. 
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. In the 1980s and 90s, New York City needed a tough cop like Detective Louis Scarcella. Putting bad guys away. There's no feeling like it in the world. He was the guy who made sure the worst killers were brought to justice. That's one version. This guy is a piece of shit. Derek Hamilton was put away from murder by Detective Scarcella. In prison, Derek turned himself into the best jailhouse lawyer of his generation. And the law was my girlfriend. This is my only way to freedom. Derek and other convicted murderers started a law firm behind bars. We never knew we had the same cop in the case. Scarcella. We got to show that he's a corrupt cop. They can go f*** themselves. I'm Steve Fishman. And I'm Dax Devlin-Ross. And this is The Burden. Listen to new episodes of The Burden on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And to hear episodes one week early and ad-free with exclusive bonus content, subscribe to True Crime Clubhouse on Apple Podcasts. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. We're finding out right now, we are talking about the death of a beautiful young woman, Savannah Pascal, just 30 years old. And you hear this husband posting to YouTube how he knew all along she was younger than him and this is all her fault. Let me ask you, Ray Caputo, did he post these YouTube videos before or after he shoots her in the shower? Well, we, we don't know that yet, but my suspicion, Nancy, is this video was posted right before all this happened because at the very end of it, you see mm. him kind of become startled that maybe some, somebody has come home and appears to be at a house. So my assumption is, is that he films this video and it's cut short when Savannah and her mom surely get back to the house and just before he takes aim at both of them. As she will, Kai, you know where I'm going with that. He posted these before he shot his wife. You know what that means? Premeditation. Absolutely. Can you imagine? He posted it. Let's all think about that. He posted it before he shot his wife. So not only was it premeditated, it was so absolute in his mind that he was going to do it, that he could actually talk on a video to tell everybody he was going to do it. Out of the blue, you know, this whole thing spreads like wildfire. Take a listen to our friends at KHOU 11. Trent couldn't be located for several hours, but Lamarck Police Department and Harris County Sheriff deputies were able to track down his vehicle. They found it parked here at this Walmart on I-45 North and West Road. That suspect was spotted along with another gentleman in a different car that was driven back towards the vehicle that we were initially searching for. Deputies say they ordered the vehicle to stop and asked the suspect and his friend to step out of the vehicle. He produced a handgun from underneath his shirt uh, and had it in his hand. It was a revolver. Deputies and a specifically a patrol sergeant ordered him to drop the weapon. 
He did not comply with his orders and he was shot. Trent was transported to Memorial Hermann where investigators say he's in critical condition. Yeah, I'm listening to what she is saying uh, to you, Chief Byers. Have you ever been in a situation where you order someone to drop their weapon and they don't do it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, it's, it's at the end of the same type of situation where it was a felony traffic stop at the end of a pursuit. Um, and luckily, in, in the instances I was in, ultimately they did drop it. Um, but, yeah, you're not going to give them a lot of time. You tell them to drop it. Them not dropping it uh, is enough to, to go ahead and fire. Um, I think that's an overt act when they refuse to drop their weapon because they can pull it and shoot you in one second. Yeah, absolutely. You can be you. You're the one that ends up dead if you pause. So the, the cops in this situation are in a very, very tough position. They think this guy's already shot his wife dead in the shower they think he shot at his mother-in-law now he's on the lamb and he's got a gun and he won't drop the weapon take a listen to our friends at kprc2 houston late wednesday neighbors began sharing this youtube video of trent claiming infidelity in the marriage was the source of his torment Toward the end of the video, Trent appears to try to hide as someone approaches the home. Riddick believes the video was made just before the shooting and balks at the part when Trent tells two children he loves them and he's sorry. Can't believe he, he would leave something like that, telling his kids how he loved them. How can you love your kids if you're going to kill their mama? Neighbors and friends have been steadily arriving at the home to place flowers and gifts for the couple's children. Trent Pascal was eventually caught by a Harris County Sheriff's deputy and shot when he refused to put down a gun. He is expected to survive his injuries. Now, I'm very curious at the way in his audio he kept saying, why is this happening to me? Why me? What is that? Karen Stark is so narcissistic. Well, again, I'm just a JD. You're the shrink, but I do know about narcissism. Everything is about him. That's right, Nancy. It's totally narcissistic and self-pitying. It's all about, I don't look good. I, I had this done to me. I would never have done anything, but look what happened. Never taking responsibility. And of course, going to such a dangerous, horrific extent because he feels he's been wrong. So yes, narcissistic, completely. You know, to Dr. Chris Sperry, the injuries his wife sustained, Savannah Pascal, how long do you think it took for her to actually pass away? Well, she had two gunshot wounds of the abdomen, and she at least survived long enough to get to the hospital. So it probably injured organs like liver, kidneys, things that would bleed steadily, but not so fast that it would be immediately life-threatening, like the aorta or very large blood vessels. And she very easily could have been alive for oh, anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes uh, and, and died during surgery or shortly after surgery. So she, she was alive and conscious for a long period of time. So she knew what had happened to her, and she was facing the possibility she would die, and she did die. Yes, I think she knew exactly what had happened and was aware of you know being shot and this being life-threatening, and she, she was... She was, she was aware of what was going on up until the time that she finally would have lost consciousness or been uh, put under anesthesia for surgery. You know, uh, Karen Stark, I remember that 
beautiful baby shower you threw for me in New York. Remember that? And um, then after the twins were born, so premature, and we found out my, my lungs were full of blood clots, everything, well, almost everything went wrong, but a lot went wrong in the emergency birth. Karen, do you remember after that I would have those dreams that I would be separated from the children? That was the worst thing that I could imagine was passing on because of all those ailments connected to childbirth and them and being apart from them and not being there to raise them. Can you imagine this mother? She was so worried after their argument, she raced to the school to check on the children and then there seems to be about an hour where she contemplates bleeding out and dying, and then she does die. She was faced with the worst possibility, Karen Stark. And there is it, I remember everything, every part of what happened to you, Nancy. I just think of it, and I get so upset being in touch with David, trying to find out if you were okay. And, of course, I remember those dreams because that's the worst thing that could happen to any parent is to lose their child. It's a constant fear. And you you hear about it. You hear about people saying, I can't die now. I have to be there for my child. I have to make sure that I raise them. So I can just imagine, I think we all could, how horrific this was for mm, mm, mm. Guys, take a listen to this. The Harris County Sheriff's Office says the murder suspect is in critical condition at the hospital, but is stable. We are told he threatened deputies with a gun when they tried to arrest him. That's when he was shot. Officers had been looking for Trent Pascal all day long. And no officers were hurt in that encounter. It happened around 745 this evening in the Walmart parking lot on the North Freeway and West Road. Harris County Sheriff's deputies had been helping Lamarck police look for 48-year-old Trent Pascal. Ever since Lamarck police identified him as the suspect in the murder of his estranged wife this afternoon. That happened just before 1 o'clock on Hawksview Lane. Police there in Lamarck accused him of shooting and killing his estranged wife, Savannah Pascal. He had been on the run ever since. So he lives, she dies. And you know, Chris Byers, it's amazing to me that he lived. You know, when we see it in a movie, sometimes we go, oh, just shoot him in the knee, shoot him. It's not that easy to shoot somebody and not kill them, but the cops managed to do it. Yeah, we're, we're trained to shoot center mass. That's where you're shooting at. So if you're hitting somebody in the leg or the knee, those are just bad shots. Uh, that's not where we're trained to shoot. Law enforcement's trained to shoot for the biggest part of the body because we're having to think about the backdrop. We're having to think of where that bullet's going to go when it misses. So when you start to talk about shooting somebody yeah. in an arm, <laughs> it, it's just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, having had to train every six months at the DA's office at the firing range, it's not as easy as it looks, by the way. Was there a, a red flag? Just before her death, Savannah had posted on Facebook about donations for domestic violence victims, and she is murdered by her husband. To you, Ray Caputo, WDBO, where does the case stand right now? Well, right now, Trent is in critical condition in the hospital, and when 
he gets out, and I honestly, Nancy, I hope he pulls through because I got a feeling he wanted to die suicide by cops. So I hope he pulls through because he's going to face a murder charge. And in Texas, they have the death penalty. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner.